0: Welcome to College Q and A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Welcome to College Questions. We are so glad that you joined us today. Christmas is nearly here and with four children at home, I am excited. I want to encourage you. If you are enjoying the podcast, please like subscribe and share. I would greatly appreciate it. Today's question is one I think most people have asked. In fact, I think two questions. I wonder if nearly everyone had asked, uh, first one being, does God exist? And the second one, if he exists, does he hear me? So the question we're exploring is does God answer prayer? Our guest has served uh, in the past as the MD MDO director here at FBC and now works in our library. So if you visit the library, you will likely see her. She's done an excellent job. And in fact, if you haven't been to the library, I know for college students, there are a ton of resources. We don't do advertising on here, but I like doing plugs. I've been thinking about that. I would love to plug the library because uh, there are great resources here. And, uh, there's even, I mean, from fiction, nonfiction topics and she will help you but we have on the podcast today miss jamie sykes jamie thanks for joining the podcast good
1: morning i'm glad to be here
0: hey happy to have you and i'm happy to explore this question and so i want to ask you just jump straight to it okay does god answer prayer
1: um, I would say, um, yes, very much so. But I, um, you know, I'm praying about it and thinking about it. And I think that there's a few qualifiers that go along with whether or not God answers prayers. And, um, so yeah, it depends. It depends on whose will you're seeking. Are you seeking your own will or are you seeking God's will? And I think the Bible is very clear that if we seek his, his will, he's going to answer. And so, um, One verse that I always go back to is in Psalms um, 37 and it says delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So I remember um, several years ago I gave my niece a a painting to go in her college room and it was of this verse and on the back I kind of paraphrased you know in Jamie version of the Bible and pretty much just said um, want what God wants and you'll get what you want. If that makes sense, say that and again. So, w- want what God wants, and you'll get what you want. Okay. And so I think that's what it is. If we mm. get to where we can tune our hearts into what God wants, then um, then He's going to give us the desires of our heart. And that's what delight in the Lord um, means is is what what mm. want what He wants. And um, so um, I love that verse. I try to I try to pray that whenever I. Am praying for my kids praying for myself specifically you know I think is am I delighting in the Lord before I ask that question is this a selfish prayer or is this um or is this an unselfish prayer and I think that that kind of takes us where we need to be to get our prayers answered
0: yeah it's interesting because I feel like when we ask the question does God answer prayer which is a, a valid question I think we and you tell me if this is right or wrong or what you think but I think we naturally are really asking is God going to say yes to my prayers. Exactly. Because the truth is there's other options than just yes. Right. You know, I've heard people say it's either yes, no, or not right now.
1: Exactly. Which
0: is probably fair. Right. We don't often want to accept the no or the not right, right now. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people have such a hard time even that that's in the equation. It's like when right. we think about prayer, it's like is it yes? That right. that's, will he please say? Please be yes. Please yeah, be please, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> Why is that? Does it really go back to what you're driving at when yes. we kind of miss?
1: Right. I think it's I think it's just strictly, you know, us being selfish and we want what we want. Um, you know, I think to um, I think that, you know, one thing that I look at whenever I'm pr- well. One thing is I read through the New Testament over and over and over again, and I look at how Christ taught the disciples to pray. And it was constantly, I wrote down several scriptures in John multiple times, in John 14, John 16, a couple of times. Jesus is constantly saying, if you ask in my name, you'll get, you know, God will do whatever you ask. And I think a lot of people take that out of context and say, well, I asked, therefore God has to give it to me. But there's always a qualifier in that, and it is if you ask in my name, which is another way of saying if you ask according to my will, then he's gonna do what you what you say. And Jesus even in the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, the night before he was crucified, he says, God, I really don't want to do this. Please don't make me do this, but your will be done, not mine. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna pray to the point where our prayers are answered, then we follow Christ's example, which is is constantly to say, you know, hey, this is what I want, but Um, I want what you want and Mm -hmm. um, you know and sometimes I even pray you know God I know this may not be your will please turn my heart to where I want your will and not mine so
0: no that's a great perspective because if it's no or if it's not right now if if we're not delighting in the Lord then our attitude's probably going to be bitter and mad exactly and questioning right I mean it's going to lead to everything that's not good and helpful right which will ultimately lead to me treating people. I mean, it it extends beyond that. So yeah. I think that's really healthy to hear that when I think about prayer. There's there's more to it than just that. I mean, mm-hmm. if it really is about a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, then then I have to be willing to trust God. That uh that he's that he knows what's best. Right. And again, it's easy if the answer is yes, and that's clear, but that's nice. Right. right? Like yes, but. There's times when it isn't.
1: You know, I always think of, um, who was it with Garth Brooks that sang the song back when I was a kid about, you know, unanswered, thank you know, God thank God for, for unanswered, unanswered prayers. prayers. And I, you know, I look back on that and I think, you know, I mean, there are times whenever God doesn't answer it and that really is an answer. And I'm thankful for those. I'm thankful for the times that he didn't give me what I wanted.
0: That's right. Because that's what he's really saying. It wasn't unanswered. It was just a no. Right. Or a not right now. Exactly. So. And... You know, I think about in my relationship with my kids, there's times they'll want something and part of me, you know, will want to give it to them, but I know it's not time. I'm like, Hey, just trust me. Just, mm-hmm. you know, and then when the time's right, you know, it's yeah. hard for them to see that. And I think it's like, we're the same way. We're no, oh, no different. Oh yeah,
1: that's definitely. Now
0: you mentioned when I asked you about this podcast... You had a cool story just about how God had answered prayer in your life, right? And I would love for you to. Do you mind sharing just a little? I didn't get all of it, but you kind of gave me a glimpse and and just a really cool way. Yeah, I mean, just you know, obviously, speaking of, there are times when we pray and we we don't know or we're waiting and we're Mm -hmm. playing the waiting game and we're trying to be patient and. But then there's other times when we see, and I think even your example is is pretty powerful. So would you mind sharing that story? Sure. Praying for your boy. Um
1: it's funny that you say this because it's about my my son in law Jeremy just walked in and it has kind of something to do with him. But whenever um my daughter was dating her now husband in high school, he had a great relationship with a mentor, um, Jordan. And um and I remember watching that and I started. Jordan West? Jordan West, oh, yes. Nice. Uh-huh. So I started um, praying right then for my boy's Jordan. And I just did air quotes, everybody, so you know what I did. I started praying, you know, for whoever that was going to be in my boy's life. And so our church does a great job. Justin and Dusty both do an amazing job of getting our college kids involved in the the youth, the young kids' lives um, as mentors. And so I started praying right then, my boys were in middle school, that the guys that were gonna be my boys' mentors someday, that they would come to Tech, they would be obedient, they would come to Tech, they would be obedient by um, continuing to be involved in the local church, and that, that they would be obedient to God to get involved in ministry and to serve and to be part of the body of Christ. And so um, I just started praying for them then. I didn't know who those boys were, didn't know where they lived, didn't know anything about them other than that they were probably three or four years older than my boys. And so um, that was something um, that I started praying specifically for, that they would be obedient, that they would say yes. And um, so it's really been neat. My, My boys are now... Um, a sophomore and junior in high school and um, I'm seeing that prayer answered Mm -hmm. I'm seeing some young men that are in your college department that are stepping up and spending time with my boys and being Mm -hmm. what Jordan was to Jeremy so many years ago and so um, so I love that I love that and I love that um, that that was you know of course it was God's will for there to be somebody in my boy's life and you know I'm thankful that um, Mm -hmm. he answered it the way that he has
0: that's a powerful story and it's I think it's challenging on a couple of fronts. One is just that you were willing to look way ahead. Right. And you observe something and said, Mm -hmm. man, I'm going to, which I think is worth stopping and saying, you know, are there things in our life that we're looking ahead far enough down the road to begin praying now for? Right. That that's, you know, (laughs) you know, in light of our discussion earlier. You know, it's easy to just, when, right when something hits, be like, oh, hey, God. And right,
1: the little, the very weird yeah. things, yeah. There's
0: some wisdom in looking ahead and saying, okay, God, I see this, and I'd really like to begin praying for that. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, knowing that it's down the road. Right. That's that's a great challenge. And then, obviously, it's an encouragement to our college students. And, you know, I, th- and I appreciate what you said about Dusty and I, and I'm grateful for students who are showing up and serving. And I love that. Um,
1: yeah, it's been neat. I, um, you know, I'm so thankful for for those prayers. And as a mom, it's it's neat watching God answer your prayers through your kids. And a lot of times, He doesn't answer them the way I thought He was going to answer them. Hmm. But you know, He does it differently. And so, um, you know. Um, I prayed for Jeremy for many, many years before I even knew who he was and mm. kind of always expected Grace to go off to college and meet a guy I'd never met before, but um, God answered that prayer differently. And mm. so um, it's always, the answer's always better than um, than what you expect, so.
0: And is, is part of, um, you know, we've mentioned this word before, but trust, and you know, there's this phrase that you see in scripture about God, um, Every good and perfect gift is from above. Exactly. He, if, you know, when Jesus is talking about the, if your son asks you for a fish, or right. you Give him. he's like, and if you, though earthly, know how to give a good gift, right. how much more your heavenly Father exactly. knows how to give good That's gifts. Right. I know for my life it's a challenge sometimes that the, our attitude towards whether it's yes, no, or maybe, mm-hmm. there may be a lack of trust in him giving good gifts. Right. Because what I hear you saying is, is that hey he answered it differently, but you know what I liked his I, liked I like the way he did it better. Right, I'm I'm <laughs> is, I'm, I'm happier with,
1: with what he gave me. That reminds me, you know, you were talking about how um, you know giving our son a fish we would never do, or giving our son a snake instead of a fish or whatever. Yeah. But that one of my favorite stories in scripture um, is I call her the annoying widow. <laughs> I think the Bible calls her the persistent widow. But um, there's a widow who goes to a judge who is. Um, not a believer, is not really necessarily a good man. And she just is persistent. Every day she goes to him and says, you know, and, and presents her case um, about an injustice that's happening in her life. And over and over and over and over again, she does it. And finally, the judge just gets exasperated and says, Okay, I will answer your prayer if you'll just leave me alone. And, um, and the point is, is, you know, if that judge who is not a good guy, Is willing to finally uh, you know do that and help her how much more will God and so I love that because sometimes I feel like whenever I go to God over and over and over again with the same thing you know he's got to be annoyed by me and um, and he's actually Jesus is actually telling us the opposite no Mm -hmm. keep coming back keep asking and um, he also says you know keep on asking keep on seeking it's not just a one-time thing it's a constant almost a lifestyle where you constantly ask over and over and over again become a broken record and um so I love that story
0: mm, no that's good where is that inscription? that
1: is in um it's right there with yours and I just looked no it's it all up. good I was just curious Sorry.
0: no it's okay um I'm going to oh, if I Justin. google the if I'm going to google the, the percent, Luke 18.
1: One. Sorry, Luke I knew I wrote 18. it down. Hey, Luke 18 right there.
0: <laughs> Luke 18, that's Luke awesome Luke 18, yes. I love that. Are, are there other scriptures that that you that God's really taught you some things about prayer?
1: Um yes, I think you know, one thing I a lot of the things that that we pray for we spend a lot of time praying over things that are black and white in scripture that God tells us either to do or not to do. And, you know, I don't necessarily think we need to pray over the black or white things. Like, you know, do I share the gospel with my friend? Well, you don't need to pray about that. You know, Mm. you might pray about the timing or you might pray Mm. that his heart would be right whenever you share the gospel, but whether or not to do it, that's not anything because we know God's will is for us to share Mm. the gospel. So whenever we pray over a lot of those things in um, that are kind of the gray areas, you know, do Mm. I go to college? Where do I go to college? Do I? What do
0: I get my major in? Exactly. What am I going to do when I graduate? Exactly.
1: Do I get married? Do I have kids? All of those different things that are kind of gray areas. Mm. I think, um, you know, those are some, um, those are some hard questions. And um, I love in Proverbs where it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And I know this is. This verse almost becomes a cliche because we say it so much, but there's so much wisdom packed into that little bitty thing. But trust in God with everything that you are. Trust Him with your money. Trust Him with your career. Trust Him with your dating relationships. Trust Him with everything. And um, don't lean on your own understanding, which I think is key, meaning you recognize that it's all about God, not about you and that he knows better and you don't. So don't lean on your own understanding. And then in everything that you do, seek his will, um, defer to him, ask him, what do you want in this situation? Hmm. And then the, the fourth thing there is, is, you know those first three things are actions that you do, trust in him, um, don't lean on your own understanding, seek his will. And the last one is, is then he will make your path straight before you. And so I love that because... What were
0: those three? It was trust, So trust in
1: the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Don't lean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then seek His will in all your ways. Acknowledge Him. And and that's another way of saying, ask for His will. Defer to Him. Say, okay, I want what you want. Show me what that is. And then He'll make your path straight. And Mm. I've got a son right now who is... Um, starting to apply to colleges, and he is trying to figure out where is he going to go. How much is this going to cost? If I make this on my ACT, you know, can I pull this off? You know, mm-hmm. we're looking at a lot of ifs right now. You know, if this happens, then this can happen, and back and forth. And yeah. um, and my prayer right now is that God will just straighten his path out. That God will open and close doors. Mm. You know, that He'll prov- If if He wants him to go to this certain college, He'll provide the money for him. Um, if that's not where he's going to go, then, you know, the money won't be there. Does that make sense? I mean, it's pretty simple yeah. the way God sometimes answers questions or answers prayers. And so, you know, that's how God, I'm just praying that he'll make Carter's path straight.
0: Well, it's an interesting observation that, that I, I've, I've, you know, you've mentioned this word questions. And right. I do feel like so much of prayer does come up when we have questions and that's a good thing, a natural thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're wondering about something good. We, yeah. if, if our natural reaction is to go to prayer, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. The hard part is, you know, the in-between oh, yeah. of when you ask and when that question becomes clear
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, you know, there's no timing and, you know, he will make your path straight, No. you know, and, and is, is it possible that even your path being straight is even how your attitude and your life in the midst of the questions. Right. Right? Like, you're not worried. Like, I think mm-hmm. of Philippians 4, 6 and 7, you know, the one about do not be anxious about anything. All right. But in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. present your request to God. Uh-huh. So here's my things. Um, and then it says that, um, how does it go? He, present your request to God. He will guard his, your heart. His peace yeah, that his peace surpasses yeah. all understanding.
1: Yeah, will guard your heart and your soul.
0: So the phrase... Um, well, wait, doesn't, it, yeah, it, it, the phrase, uh, surpasses understanding. Uh-huh. The thing I think about is like, that doesn't make sense. No. Like it doesn't make sense to have a legit question. Mm-hmm. Like your son, for example, he's trying, those are good things. He, he needs to figure that out. He's, he's, that's good, right? He's taking initiative mm-hmm. and that's great. You know, the hard part is it, it, sometimes that time creates worry in people right. or anxiety. Mm-hmm or frustration or any number of things and i love the truth of god's word that that we're observing from scripture which is there's a couple of things that there's there's things that i do and then there's things that god's gonna do as a result mm-hmm. it was just right. kind of cool like yeah like i'm feeling anxious so here's what i need to do right and he's gonna make my path straight he's gonna give me a piece that doesn't make sense
1: right yeah, and that's that's one thing, is, is in the waiting, that's whenever you start praying for Him to give you the fruit of the Spirit. You know, mm. God, I'm really impatient right now. This is driving me crazy having to wait. Mm. I'm really getting anxious. And, you know, again, if we pray according to God's will, He's going to give it to us. And the fruit of the Spirit is God's will. It's His will for us to show that fruit in our lives. Therefore, if I pray give me love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and so on, He's going to give it to me. And so, you know, so that's what I find myself doing a whole lot is, um, and especially as a mom of young kids, okay, God, (laughs) you want me to be patient with this two-year-old? You're going to have to give me a whole Mm. lot of patience. Or you want me to be patient with this brand-new husband that you gave me? Um, You're going to have to, you know, you want me to love him? You're going to have to do that through me. And Mm. so, and He definitely answers those, those prayers. So in that time of waiting, I think that's whenever we pray that he'll sustain us and give us what we need to even wait, because sometimes we need a whole lot of stuff yeah. just to wait.
0: Yeah. I think about, uh, you know, you've, you've mentioned that I've, in your first response to this, was it, how did you phrase it? It depends on, um, what well, depends oh, and yeah. am I aligning my will with right. God's will? Mm-hmm. You know, if I want what God's wants, I'll get what I want. Is that how you yes. said it?
1: Yes. If I want what God wants, I'll get what I want.
0: And so, but oftentimes we, we do skip that step. So it is all about us. And some of these things, desires are good things. Like mm-hmm. these are not bad things right. that people desire. It's just, right. but the timing of it all and being willing to wait, that's the hard part. And what I hear you saying is in those moments, I've got to focus on, you know, do I have the fruits of this? Because right. if I don't have the fruits of the spirit, obviously I'm out of line. Yeah. Like I, and you know, oftentimes I've, I've seen this in my life where maybe there's something that I'm asking God for, but my attitude towards that thing is not mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as if he's and I'm not saying it's like this with everything, but some things maybe where he's kind of waiting until you get your perspective right mm-hmm. before he'll give that to you.
1: Right. Oh, no, I definitely think thats I mean, I think answering prayer has a lot more to do with the process than it does sometimes with with the actual prayer i know you know i've got a friend in the hospital right now with covid and i was thinking through the whole you know does god answer prayer i mean we've got a lot of mm. people that are hurting right now yeah and um of course you know we're praying that god would deliver as many people as possible from this virus but that's mm. not going to be that's not going to be the case in a lot of situations people mm. are going to die of it And, um, so sometimes that's kind of hard to say, you know, obviously it was God's will for that person not to make it. And so Mm. that becomes, becomes an issue. And that's when we have to have, that's more about me becoming who God wants me to be and me trusting in his faithfulness. And learning more about who he is through that process. Well, you're that, right. That makes sense. Well,
0: you bring up a great point, and that's that when you get into serious things like death and like sickness, mm-hmm. and we pray and we ask God and we are trying to honor him with our life, right? And he doesn't answer it the way we want it, that's a really tough situation, right? And that's real life. Like you said, you've got a friend right now who's dealing with COVID. Yeah. So, how do you encourage someone who Knows the Lord, they're they're praying and they just they don't see because you do see two responses. Sometimes you mm-hmm. see people just crash after that. Right, they just they reject. They just have a really hard time. Yeah,
1: how could God not? Exactly. do Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought he
0: was one. Y'all just talked about he gave good gifts. Right. This is not a good. This gift. This is not a good I gift. Mean, let's be fair. That's it not really a, is.
1: And you know, and we live in a broken world, and so you know, it's not necessarily. I hate to say it was his will, but I mean, we live in a broken world and, and people are going to die. And, you know, if he answered every prayer that someone didn't die, then, you know, that yeah. that's just not just not going to happen. Yeah. But I think it just it comes to the point where we recognize, number one, again, we live in a fallen world and um, bad things are going to happen and bad things are going to happen to good people and bad things are going to happen because of our bad choices Mm. but we also i think it gives us a a picture of of again what jesus did the night before he was crucified he said god i something really bad is going to happen tomorrow to me Mm -hmm. i'm going to be murdered but i want your will to be done and not mine and that is when i mean that is to me the perfect picture of humility Mm. And recognizing that even in bad things, I'm going to trust your faithfulness. And um, humility is really hard. Uh, it's something that, um, that I struggle I mean, we all struggle with, but it's just the point where we recognize that God is God and we are not. And yeah. there's going to be things that happen that that hurt us and we don't quite understand, but we have to recognize that God is is God and I'm not I don't get to make the rules but I'm so thankful that I don't understand God because if I could understand God he wouldn't be that great Mm. does does that make sense it's a great quote yeah Yeah, so I'm so thankful
0: I read I think it was Albert Einstein randomly I was in uh, Alexandria in Egypt and it was really fun we're in the library up there Uh and I read some we were like killing time and I read a quote he said the greatest things in life He said, "I think the greatest things in life one can experience is the mysterious. Yes, and it made me think of God, right? Because there is parts of Him. There's are parts of Him He's made abundantly clear. Mm -hmm. There are other parts that He is mysterious, and I'm with you. Um,
1: You Yeah, and I think you know. And again, I mean, Christ is our perfect example. But um, the fact that He, who you know, Christ is God Himself, but at that moment He was able to humble Himself, and so." Because he was able to do that in that situation, then I think, you know, it's hard and so easy for me to say this kind of stuff whenever I'm not struggling with some of the things that other people are struggling with. But there just comes a point when, um, when you just have to say, you know, God, I trust you. You're faithful and, and you, um, you're bigger than I am and I'm not going to understand everything.
0: Well, and that's, you know, you referenced earlier, people will take those verses out of context of, uh, you know, ask wherever you wish and it will be given you mm-hmm. that I think that one, the one I'm thinking of is in John 15, which that is in there. Right. right. But context teaches us a lot about right. what you were saying earlier. And I'm with you. The problem is if, if I can ask anything and, and it will be given to me mm-hmm. a, I think there's, there were, that would breed a lot of pride. Oh Yes. You know, so you spoke to him and I think that mm-hmm. and, and also I, I think, you know, and I got I've had friends in this camp and some of them I have still have contact. With. I love them. I think they know Jesus. I, I think they've we just disagree on this issue. Mm-hmm. Right. But they really do believe that they can ask for anything mm-hmm. and it'll be given. And then they have reasons why it's not going to happen, mm-hmm. whether it be, oh, well, that's because you have sin in your life. Right. or Oh, you don't have enough faith, mm-hmm. which I think is a really devastating way. To go about prayer, right. because I agree with you in the sense that the reality is that at some point, by the way, I think that theology has to break down. Right. I don't know how they can continue with it, mm-hmm. because at some point it does break down. Right. When you deal with sickness, when you deal with death, and you make a great point with Jesus, and you make a great point with a broken world, and that those are hard situations. Mm-hmm. But the thing I'm reminded of is it goes back to trust. And if I'm, do I trust in that? And even if it's not even that, and I'm with you, sometimes I think people make the mistake and they give God credit for stuff he's not, like sin. Right. Like, hey, hold on. Let's, yeah. uh, you
1: got to back up on that this one. This
0: brokenness, mm-hmm. this isn't, you know, at some point, by the way, he's coming back to put it all, as Greg said. You know, I'll never forget that from the uh, 2014 Heaven series. Oh, uh huh. That phrase, one day Jesus will come back and put everything into its rightful place. Right. Sometimes that's all we have to hang on to. Right. Because it's unexplainable, it's horrific. And those are really hard situations, mm-hmm. but we still have that truth to hang on to. Right. And I don't think I would want to live in a world where whatever I asked.
1: Oh, goodness, just no. just
0: be, I would be a wreck.
1: Oh, I think we all would be.
0: And so I think that's wisdom of God. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, you think about, you know, we reference kids. It's if we always gave a kid everything think they, they asked wanted. for. Oh,
1: my.
0: I mean, on a short term, they'd be throwing up later because they'd eat right. so much sugar. exactly. They, I mean, there's exactly. no telling. And I'm like, all right. You know, yeah. it just that's a small example. But, of course, there's wisdom and there's times that's that right. the answer needs to be no and, um, that's
1: best that's what's best for us. I know I um one of my very, very favorite stories that um that I read several years ago whenever I was doing experiencing God, um, Bible study, which by the way is amazing if anybody ever um it's a kind of a long Bible study, but it's incredible. Um I call it the the story of the Red Bicycle, but I just read it in the book to make sure i had my and it's a blue bicycle but i always make it red in my head because that's my favorite color all right so um so he was so the author was going to um, give his son a bicycle for his birthday and so they searched and searched and found this great deal on this blue schwinn bicycle that was really well made it was a great bicycle and um, they bought it several months prior to his birthday and hid it in up in the garage of their house so then they had to set about talking their son into wanting a blue swim bicycle for his birthday which I mean, I know I've done it as a parent, and you know, you mm-hmm. talk your kids into what you want to give them, you know, mm-hmm. for your birthday. <laughs> so they spent the next three there's or four. There's a strategy to yeah, that. Yeah, there's a strategy. And an art. Yes. So they so they set about um, for the next three or four months. Um, the son originally did not want a bicycle for his birthday, but they set about talking him into wanting a blue Schwinn bicycle for his birthday. Well, whenever his birthday came around, they said, what do you want for your birthday? And at that point, they, he said, oh, I want a blue Schwinn bicycle for my birthday. And so that's what he got for his birthday. He got what was already in the garage.
0: Mm.
1: He ended up getting to the point where he wanted what he was, ar- what he was already going to get. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, it
0: does. And yep. so
1: that's what we have to get to the point where we allow the Holy Spirit to get us to the point where we want what's already in the garage for us, Mm. what God already has in the garage waiting on us. If I can get to the point where that's where my desires are, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to have the desires of my heart. And so sometimes I pray when I don't know what else to pray. I'll just say, God, I want what's already in the garage for me.
0: Mm. That's good. And
1: that's just, and he knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) And, um, so I've always loved that story. Um, and that goes back to delight in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. You know, um, I want what you've already got planned for me and whatever that is. And so, you know, and that's, I, I did that for my kids. I, you know, already am praying, God, I want what you want for like right now, we've been talking about Carter going to college. Hmm. I want what you've got planned for Carter, not yeah. what I've got. Cause I have, I know what I want. Yeah. And, um, but I know what God wants is so much better, and so you know, and I pray that God would change my heart to want what he wants so that um that's what I'll be praying for if that makes sense it does
0: there's a psalm that Tom Harmon shared years ago uh-huh it, I think it was it may have been I don't know it's been a while, but he shared it Psalm five three mm-hmm in the morning oh lord you hear my voice in the morning i lay my request before you and eagerly wait in expectation right now this discussion kind of brings new light in that because it's uh it, it kind of helps see the scope of that right mm-hmm. like that's a great picture like i'm gonna pray in the morning and then i'm gonna hang out with you and just pay attention to what's gonna happen Uh-huh. But in light of what you're saying, like, I think that brings a lot of truth to even understanding that in its proper context, that it's, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not waiting, expecting you to do what I asked you to do. Right. I'm expecting to see what you're going to come up with.
1: Because it's going to be bigger and greater than I could probably even imagine.
0: And even if it's not on the short term, because Mm -hmm. let's be honest, sometimes if we're honest, it's like, really God, Mm -hmm. this is what I, Yeah. but in time. I think you're right in time we learn to appreciate and understand it and trust okay and i think do you have this experience and you referenced some specific examples earlier but i think is is that part of spiritual maturity that you um you have that history in your relationship with god where Mm -hmm. you you did see yourself like uh i was talking to somebody the other day oh it was a college student and they were like, they they were very stressed out about finals and their mm-hmm. grades. I mean, it, it was really um, anxiety, worry, and that's legit. It's been a right. weird semester. Everybody, if you're a college student listening, I understand, and I'm so excited that you have a break right now.
1: Amen. This is
0: great. And so I've never been more excited for our students to have a break. I'm so serious. Like, man, I, yeah. I just, I have, I've I've always been excited. This is a new level of appreciation mm-hmm. of them getting a rest, but I better stay focused. Where, where was I going? What were we talking about? We were talking about?
1: to someone who was very anxious yes, about all of his semester he was, tests.
0: And then, you know what happened? What? Guess how this individual did on their test. I'm
1: sure they aced they them all. They did amazing. Yeah.
0: And you, then you know what so you know what uh-huh. they said? They said, you know, I had that moment where I thought, I really shouldn't have spent so much time worrying <laughs> and being anxious. Yeah. And stressed out. Like, really? It uh-huh. was all good. That's right. And it's a great example. And, I, and by the way, if that's you listening, like, I'm not that that is a great example of what we all do Mm -hmm. with prayer we 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 get we give something to god we sense it and then we stress out and then we and then we and worry and then in time at a certain point we look back and it gets answered and we go man i really should have trusted him more the good news is we can learn from those things Mm -hmm. and then the next time those situations come we can say okay i've been here before right I don't have to repeat the same. Right. I can trust a little bit. I still, I maybe I have some anxiety where uh-huh. it doesn't have to be to the degree it was.
1: Yeah. You know, I did a couple of years ago. I don't even remember where it was, but the whole be anxious for nothing um, that you were quoting a minute ago out of Philippians, I did a word, had to do a word study on that word anxious. And it means to anxiously look around about you. Mm. And it, it legitimately almost is, um, I always think about the word manipulate like we whenever we get anxious about stuff we try to fix it ourselves and manipulate it ourselves Mm -hmm. and get our hands in the middle of it and I know as a mom I do that a lot Hmm. whenever my kids start having issues I'm like okay well I'll fix it and I go and I try to fix it and that's how we get whenever we're anxious we try to you know make phone calls and do this and do that. And well, I can do this and everything. And that's exactly what God is telling us not to do.
0: And then what's crazy is sometimes in the midst of you trying to make stuff happen, mm-hmm. God finally says, okay, you know what? I mean, I feel like there are times when mm-hmm. he had something else. Oh yeah. And you by your own foolishness right. because you, you wanted to make it, it happen. That's you right. mess it up. Yes, and he's like, okay, up. well now, now this is your, yeah, this is your reward. You now. You get to lay you, in the bed you, you made. Right. That's right. This yeah. is yours. So I, you know, and that's sad too.
1: Yeah, it is. But that's what, whenever I get to, that's why I try to do, um, of course now they're older and I can't do that as much, but whenever I find myself starting to manipulate and starting to do that, I immediately try to key in on, okay, wait a minute, I'm going to stop doing that. And then that's mm-hmm. whenever I say, okay, I'm done, you know, cause whenever I lay awake at night and. Just think the same situation over and over mm. and over and over again. Finally, I go, okay, that's what you're doing, Jamie. Is you're mm-hmm. you're anxiously looking around about you and you're trying to manipulate the situation. And so, um, so that's, that's a great funny. observation
0: on that text, yep. and I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, that's good because I think what I love about God, He knows us. He made us. He knows we are going to worry. Right. We're going to have anxious thoughts, and He gives us instruction with what to do. And it all goes back to connection with Him and mm-hmm. and talking with Him and being honest with Him. He right. knows already. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, that's it's that's good.
0: All right. Well tell us what other uh I want to make sure you have the opportunity to share some of the things that I know. Um,
1: um I just um I think I've kinda talked about um a lot of things, you know, God is gonna answers prayer in several different ways. And again, this goes back to the experiencing God Bible study that I did a long time ago and um, the author talks about how God answers our prayers different ways. He answers our prayers through our circumstances. Um, like with Carter, closing a door, you know, he gets mm. a scholarship or he doesn't get the scholarship. You know, that's God answering the prayer. That's yeah. a circumstance. Or you um, apply for a job, you get it or you don't get it. You make the team, you don't make the team. You know, God can answer prayers that way and sometimes that's my favorite way because that's so black and white you know it's easy to go okay obviously I'm not supposed to do this because I didn't make the team so (laughs) so there's not anything I can do about it so um so that's always good you know so I always pray for that and then also God answers a lot of times through his word and I can't tell you how many times I've been praying about something and um just randomly in you know Habakkuk, or you know, some random Mm, verse or something. Exactly, Um, God answers my prayer, or He, you know, or the Holy Spirit says, "Okay, you know, this goes along with that." And so, a lot of that is because I'm in Scripture. If you're not in Scripture, He can't use it to answer your prayer. And so, Mm. um, so I think that's really key: is is spending time in God's Word, and um, you know, He can use whatever you're studying at that time to say what he wants to say to mm. you. You don't have to, I think sometimes we feel like we have to find that perfect verse that lines up exactly with our situation, but he can use anything, anywhere to, you know, to answer, mm. to, to help mm. us through a certain situation. So mm. I think just being in, in his word, um, daily and regularly helps, um, a ton. And then also the other thing I know you kind of, well, I guess you didn't, but, um, Sometimes God will use other people to answer your prayer. And mm-hmm. he'll come al- they'll come along beside you. And, you know, you've got wise people that you talk to, your parents or, you know, Justin as your college director, or Dusty, your youth pastor or whatever. And they can give you advice and they can help. But I just, you know, be wary of people who try to—the um, Holy Spirit lives inside of you. And so he's not going to—the Holy Spirit isn't going to tell someone else something about you that he hasn't already told you. Mm. Does that make sense? Yep. He may use someone else to confirm what he's That's told right. you. Or to warn you that you're exactly, in error. To warn <laughs> you, you that you're near error. Exactly. Well. But um, just be wary of, of people trying to say, well, God told me yeah. that you need to blah, 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 blah. And so um, I'm not sure that that's necessarily how God answers prayers. Now, unless it's your parent. If it is your parent, <laughs> then yes, <laughs> then definitely nice. obey, especially those of you who are younger. But, um, but that's you know, funny. I just want um, that's just sometimes um, kind of scares me a little bit, so be careful. But um, I, I think one thing that I—I I think the older I get, the more that I see is just a recognition of— Um, of humility and just saying God I want what you want because what you want is so much better than what I could ever have imagined or thought of Mm. and it just comes to a recognition because over and over and over again I've seen that um, if he had given me what I wanted I would have been disappointed compared Mm. to what he gave me and so um, and so I think if I could go back and talk to my 21 year old self or 20 year old self or whatever I think I would say you know asking for a specific thing ask for bigger things than that ask ask for what God wants not for you know the little things that you're asking for and Mm. I think um um and he'll he'll answer I think everyone will be amazed at what Mm. and what he gives you that makes any sense at all
0: that question is a great application you know i've tried to think of ways to challenge our listeners in closing and one i think would be to ask myself the question do i want what god wants exactly that's a great question to just sit and think about do i want what god wants and if we're honest there's probably areas of our life that we 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 don't Mm -hmm. right so i don't think it's just a a yes or no i think there's there's channels to that but that's a powerful question and you know one thing that a theme that's been running in my my brain for a couple years is that you know following Christ and and walking with God as we see in the scriptures that example is really not complicated Mm -mm. it can be and it is difficult it is extremely difficult at times it's not complicated and the theme that I keep hearing guests say on the show is stay in the word
1: read your bible
0: Mm -hmm. which if we're honest we don't do
1: no and you know that was something that um that I struggled with forever for a really long time I struggled with um my personality is is if someone tells me I have to do something I don't do I don't want to do it I'm not that great of a rule follower yeah and so all the years I was growing up I had um of a legalistic youth pastor, and, mm. and so I was kind of like, you know, well, I'll show him I can live a, an abundant Christian life and not have a quiet time, mm. <laughs> and <laughs> that does not work very well. Um, talk about yeah. being humble, that is the, um, that is the yeah. opposite of it, but um, it wasn't until I really started spending time on my, on my own mm. and, and recognizing that, that um, the best way to know God is to spend time in His Word.
0: I don't know if this is a good parallel or not, but it's, you know, trying to stay healthy. There's lots of different ways to stay healthy, right? But the point is to find a way exactly. that keeps you healthy. That's right. And every it's different for everybody. That's right. And I think that applies to time with God, too. What you probably got the wrong, the youth pastor was probably saying, like, this is how you that, do this. Exactly. When the truth is what you had to discover on your own is okay, there's a lot more freedom to time with God than what I've been told.
1: That's right. And
0: once you experience that freedom, because I'll be honest with you, if there are times when I'll try to go work out and I'll be like, nah, not today. Mm -hmm. I'll do like two reps and be like, I'm done. I'm done. done. (laughs) And sometimes that's just fun to walk away and be done. (laughs) Because for so long I was I I was told exactly what to do. High school and college is like, this is your workout. And I just, I got burned out on that. So mm-hmm. I don't like to do that. But I found other ways to stay healthy right. that are completely different than right. what I had to do all those yeah. years. And so. I think that's that's a different discussion. I guess. Yeah. But that's but that's fun and it's relevant. Yeah. It's
1: funny that you say that because you know Mary and Greg, who is who he has the quintessential perfect quiet time every morning. He gets up, he has his cup of coffee, sits at his desk, stares out the window, and has this yeah. amazing quiet time. That is so not. I mean, I'm dragging out of bed. Yeah. I barely make it to wherever I'm supposed to be on time. <laughs> I and and to tell me that I have to do it exactly the way Greg does it just it, there's so much anxiety and everything. And that's not what God wants. It's a relationship. And so I have, um, so I tease, um, I feel like God a couple of years ago told me, he said, okay, so Greg gets up in the morning and he has this huge spiritual breakfast (laughs) and he can, and it lasts all day. Well, you know, some people, I'm a snacker. Mm. I have spiritual snacks all through the day. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. so, whenever it comes down to it, I end up spending just as much time in the Word as Greg mm. did, but it just it looks just differently. Looks different. yeah. And and whenever I figured out that I had the freedom to do that, it changed everything. And so, um, you no, know, so I do. So it looks differently, and it's really funny to listen to Greg because he can't believe that I can grow spiritually the way I do things. And <laughs> I'm thinking, I can't read. Yeah, I, I can't put did, a coherent sentence yeah. together. After I get out of bed, yeah. much less, you know, spend time with well, God. Well, I think so. that's
0: important for this discussion because if staying in the Bible and reading our Bible is so important to pr- our prayer life and having the right and perspective and responding to the yes, no's and not right now's mm-hmm. properly and, and in a good and healthy way. Right then we do have to talk about that and and there i think there's a lot of wisdom and that's probably refreshing for some people to hear like okay my time with god can look different than even my spouse
1: exactly because sometimes
0: that you know we're so we're creatures of comparison we do that a lot and so obviously your spouse is someone you're like you're you're seeing that it's one thing to hear somebody talk about it but if you're seeing every day like man am i supposed to be yeah is it supposed to look like this no, there's freedom. But the point is yeah. that you're you're staying healthy in that regard right. and you're staying in the Word. So. Exactly. I appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to share?
1: I think I think that's good. I've got, um, you know, I think I've crossed off all of my little things on my notes and, and things like that. One thing, I think whenever we, you know, I was talking a minute ago about the black and white things and the gray things and about what job we get and where we go to college and all that. I think there's some freedom and God really does um, on some of those more specific things. He kind of gives us a little bit of freedom on that. You know, Mm. um, I'm not one to say that there's, you know, one person that you're, I don't think scripture tells us that there's one person that you have to find that one person Mm. and what, eight billion people to marry. I think there are multiple people as long as they love Jesus and are growing. um, I think that's okay. So I think there's a lot of freedom. God, as long as we are lined up with him and we're seeking his will, I think um, sometimes it comes down to what I want. Do I mm. want job A or job B? That's and right. I think either one could be in God's will. That's right. So um, sometimes I think we make it a little bit too hard. True. To figure that out. Yeah. So, um That's a great point. Yeah. So so there's a lot of freedom there in those things. Because we didn't
0: things. say that. We yes, no, not right now. Or hey, here's hey, some options. Here's some options. Yeah. You choose. You choose.
1: Do you want to? You know? Do you want to go here, 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 yeah. or do you want to live in this area in the mountains? Or you know, whatever. Yeah. Because you can do God's will lots of different places right. and so um no that's good there's so a i think freedom there's in that. there's some freedom there that's good um i don't think it's quite as cut and dry all the time as yep. as we say it is so but yeah
0: that's good so. well i appreciate it thanks for coming on the yes, podcast sir. today thanks for having me i want to challenge our listeners to leave just by th- you know when when you're done listening you know spend some time thinking about it do i want what god's wa- what god wants and then how do i know you know well, spend time in the word And if you're interested in an additional resource, the experience in God, Jamie has the book here in the library. So if you're interested in that, she has mentioned also that there is a study. So if you're a college student or a church member, anybody that's curious about that, you can come by, ask her questions about it. I'm sure she'd be willing to tell you uh, more about that. So thankful for that resource and thankful for this time. Thank you guys so much for listening in until next time. I'm Justin Mark, wishing you all a very Merry Christmas mm-hmm. and staying connected to the local church, to one another, and most importantly, to the God we love and serve. God bless.